I am Jill Hudson, and you are listening to episode one of The Real Kind Truth. The phrase, the cold hard truth, is often used to describe a world where people can't be trusted, and you're all on your own, and only the tough survive. I utterly reject that notion, and instead offer you the real kind truth that we are deeply and unconditionally loved by a caretaker who is the pure essence of love, a creator who designed everything from the complex inner workings of mitochondria to the knobbly wonderfulness of giraffe knees, a God who is hope and peace and safety. This God offers us life abundantly, life to the full. So what is there to fear? As I said before, my name is Jill, and I am a person healed and freed by the love that our friend Jesus extends to us. I am a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend. I'm an ordained Baptist minister, a trained counselor, and an educator. I believe that God is the great adventure, and I am on a journey to see God in all the things. I'm so glad you're along for the ride. In today's episode titled Valiant Love, we explore how the real kind truth about love can change, well, everything. Let's listen in. is a many-splendored thing. Or is it a many-splintered thing? I'm not always so good with the words, especially remembering the way a saying is supposed to go or what the real name for a place is. I call all places where you can mail a package at the post office. I call all home improvement stores Home Depot. Long ago, when there were stores to rent movies from, I called all of those Blockbuster. I can often be heard in my house saying, you know, the thing, at the place, with the people. And it's up to my loving husband to know exactly what I'm talking about from those super specific words, or to play taboo with me until he can figure it out. You know, I partly blame him for this condition because he has a steel trap of a memory and has allowed me to leave mine unhoned since he remembers all the people's names for us and what year we went on which vacation, and what I was wearing when we last argued about, well, whatever it is we may have disagreed on. He's a real keeper, that husband of mine. I'd be lost without him. Which reminds me again what our topic of convo is today, love. Love is used a lot in our culture. All in one day, I can love Jesus, my breakfast shake, a student's new hair color, the vented seats in my vehicle, and the gorgeous colors in the sunset. I wish we would have created words in English like other languages have that distinguish between the different types of love. Love for food, love for people, love of an item, love for an idea. I love the way the message translation of the Bible depicts love for us. Did you see what I did there? I loved a translation. In the message translation, Galatians 5.22 says, What happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives. 
much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard, things like affection for others. The message translates love as affection for others. Affection is not a word you hear very often in today's culture, but it was more prevalent in days gone by. How do I know this? Because Pride and Prejudice is my favorite movie of all time. You might say, I love it. And in this movie, the word affection flows from the mouths of men and women to signify their love for family members and their romantic interests. To be affectionate towards a person means to show compassion and vulnerability. One must be courageous to love another human being. Humans are often hard to love. It takes courage and resourcefulness, creativity and valor to truly love another person. And that's why I have chosen valor as the essential oil to diffuse while we talk about love. Valor is a beautiful blend of oils that can give us courage, instill confidence, and even build self-esteem. And we need those things to really love other human beings. Valor is a simple blend of five essential oils, black spruce, ravensara, blue tansy, frankincense, and geranium. Take a big whiff right from the bottle, or drop some on your wrists or neck or chest and inhale deeply. Don't be deceived by Valor's calming scent. This powerhouse blend can help you meet complicated human beings with a loving, positive attitude, and also end your day still holding affection in your heart for those you have encountered, even the ones who made your journey more challenging. Valor helps our bodies self-correct its emotional balance and spiritual alignment. Black spruce helps with emotional blocks and brings about a feeling of balance and grounding. Ravensara helps to clear brain fog and strengthens motivation. Blue tansy relaxes us and helps us not be on edge. Frankincense, one of the gifts given to Jesus to celebrate his birth, and a scent still used in churches to remind us of the presence of God, increases our spiritual awareness of Emmanuel, God with us which improves our attitude and uplifts our spirits. Geranium helps release negative memories and ease nervous tension by balancing our emotions, lifting our spirits and fostering peace, well-being and love. Let's pause a moment for a few deep breaths. follower of Jesus for any length of time, you have likely heard of the fruits of the Spirit that we are pondering today from the passage in Galatians. You may have even had the privilege to sing them in a ridiculously silly song that has equally embarrassing body movements to accompany it. The fruits of the Spirit are meant to be outward signs that a person has been changed by the power of being cared for by a loving God. Because a person understands how much she is worth to the Creator, she is free to show these outward signs to the world. Usually, though, this scripture gets most of its use as a checklist for Christianese words that can be plastered on mugs and t-shirts and Facebook feeds. 
but there is more to this passage of Scripture than is typically read. It is important when reading Scripture to read the parts around a passage so that you can get a more robust understanding of the passage and see how it fits into the narrative from whence it comes. After the fruits of the Spirit are listed out, these important words follow in verse 25. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. Every detail of our lives. Whoa. How can we do that with the fruit of love? What can we accomplish today with valor on our wrists and love in our hearts? A damn lot is what. Think of how your day could change today if expressing affection was your goal. Here are some ideas that pop into my head. Feel free to steal them. First, let's focus on showing love to ourselves. Jesus gave an important command in Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine: Love your neighbor as yourself. It's also found in Mark twelve thirty-one. We really cannot love another person until we love ourselves. Loving yourself is not selfish. It is not vain. It is vital to truly being able to love those around you. How can we show affection for ourselves today? Perhaps using the Breathe app on your Apple Watch when it dings you and says, a minute of breathing can clear your mind. Or, be still and bring attention to your breath. Instead of ignoring it and being annoyed that it would dare to ask you to take a minute out of your busy schedule, I mean, not that I've ever angrily done that or anything, maybe take the minute today and do the breathing. Even without the Apple Watch, take one minute Do it while you're in the shower or waiting for the water kettle to heat up or in the parking lot before work. Take one minute and repeat to yourself this simple prayer. I will be still today and know that you are God. I will be still today and know that you are. I will be still today. I am yours. I am loved. After we've done the minute of breathing and the prayer, it could be our moment to look outside of ourselves and express affection to our spouse, our children, our grandparents or parents, our siblings, our aunts or uncles, our cousins, and all of those who function as such in our lives. One of the best ways is just to tell that special someone that you love them, just out of the blue. Not at a time that you would normally express such a sentiment. If possible, look them straight in the eyeballs and say, I love you. If you are feeling really courageous, tell that person one of the reasons that you love them so much. If I was saying I love you to my daughter, I might say, I love you and you have excellent comedic timing. A genuine compliment that has nothing to do with someone's appearance goes a long way. If you live in the same household as this person, maybe a sneak hug attack would be just the thing to show the love you have in your heart for those who mean the most to you. You are, after all, loved by the creator of the universe. Why not express that with a stealthy surprise hug?
Okay, last idea. Some of you might be ready today to take things to the next level, to go boldly beyond the boundaries of love for self and those like you, to color outside the lines, to do the almost unthinkable, to express love for those who are not like you, maybe even for those you don't even like. If so, I've got an idea for you as well. First, make sure you deeply inhale your valor and spend your minute with God remembering who you are and whose you are. Then, here's my idea. When you are on the Facebooks, yes, I said that how I meant to say it, refuse to call a candidate that you disagree with a nasty name. I know. Do not equate this candidate to Satan or reduce this person to one issue that you disagree on or a mistake that this person has made. Instead, think of that politician with love, with affection. I know, wild, right? Picture yourself and this person both standing at the foot of the cross or sitting on a sofa with our friend Jesus. Breathe deeply in the aroma of valor and have courage to see this person as a fellow human being, a person who has feelings, fears, family, a person who truly desires to be known and loved just as we all desire that. This person is not your enemy. This person is a sinner just like you and me. This person needs Jesus just like you and me. This person needs forgiveness and kindness shown to them. This person needs love just like you and I need love. This person needs love too. Have the courage to pray for that person and for the people who follow this person. Do not allow yourself to fall prey to the easy solution of lumping people together and dismissing them. That is childish, and we need not sink down to childish ways. Sit with this person in your mind and your heart in the presence of our friend Jesus and ask Jesus to give you affection for this person and the followers of this person that you will encounter during your time on Facebook or in the real world. Imagine how the world could change if we could have the spiritual discipline for this practice. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Well, that's it for today and for the inaugural episode of this podcast. I'm glad you're here. And honestly, I'm glad to be here too. This podcast is the result of years of prayer and discernment, tears and heartache, education and patience. When I read my first rough draft to my husband, he grinned at me and said, I love it. Because he did enjoy it, but also because he likes to play with the words. 
I hope you felt encouraged by it and that you will make valiant efforts to help make the world more lovely. I want to leave you with a quote from perhaps my favorite version of the Bible, the Jesus Storybook Bible. In the creation story, when God has finished creating everything but humanity, the narrative reveals a poignant truth. God saw all that he had made, and he loved them, and they were lovely because he loved them. I'll see you next time.